What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the hot seat. Uh, we have a pretty interesting topic today. Uh, so let's just get right into it. So I read this article um, probably like last week or so. It's a very, very old article. And considering that we're newlyweds, I thought it was very important. And I'm starting to change my perspective on things. And I'm feeling we need to get a divorce. No. Yeah, I think it'll be a very lucrative and financial investment if we go ahead and just cancel the name change, file the paperwork for a divorce, all of those things. Just go against our biblical principles, all for the sake of saving money. No. <laughs> I think it's good, though. And so I just wanted to share with you guys this uh, article. Uh, being realistic, though, it is a, uh, I don't know. A conundrum I don't know a balance of good and evil in a sense because spiritually I don't plan on ever divorcing this woman that I have married mm -hmm. I don't ever plan on doing it but I can see why a lot of people yeah, see it as a trust a trust ah, strategic move to go ahead and get a divorce because it helps them mm -hmm. it helps the uh, the non breadwinner it helps when you get closer towards retirement when it comes to Medicaid and medical benefits. Uh, it helps with uh, uh, filing out FAFSA for that person who makes less, that they'll get more money when it comes to them uh, going to school, getting more mm -hmm. federal aid. So there's a lot of different things uh, involved as to the reason as to why. But then being Christians, how many of us are actually doing those things? Because from a biblical standpoint, that is not a justifiable reason to get divorced. So I also had the pleasure of reading this article and it doesn't apply to everybody. You have to make an immensely large amount of money. Not not necessarily. According to the article, you have to be in the 37th percentile. No. Which is like it's a not whole 30, lot. It's the 37% tax bracket. Whatever. 37% something. Well, regardless, <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. I mean, from that, from the article, it is based on income. So you have people who are well over a million. Not um, us. They're finally <laughs> joint. But if you look at it from a smaller perspective, if you're married to someone who has tax debt, just because they make 40000 they might have 80000 in tax debt. That's still like a reason as to why you would want to strategically divorce because you don't want your tax return getting sucked up to cover somebody else's debt. And now you have nothing coming to the house every single year because you fell behind. But you don't have to 100%. file together. What is it, jointly or whatever they call it? Depends on the situation. I'm saying, like, if that's the case, you don't have to. It's a choice to yes. file jointly. But a lot of people don't understand the ramifications for not filing jointly. So you and I have different last names. We have, you know, our own situation on how we're filing 2019 as single and then head of household. I'm single because I was under somebody else's household, but you're head of household because you have a qualifying child and you're by yourself. Okay. And your address is only used for you. My address was used for another tax preparer's address, so I can only file single with a with a dependent. Mm -hmm. So it just 
the tax bracket is different. The credits are different. You just got to be aware of those things. A lot of people don't understand when you do your uh, W-4 that you have single, you have uh, married filing jointly, you have head of household, and you have married filing separately. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that if you're eventually going to be married filing jointly because it works better in your favor to do so together, then what you want to do is throughout the entire year, you can just file, um, have your W-4 and those withholdings married file single, which is at a higher tax rate. So it's like the highest tax rate you can get for married folk. Mm-hmm. And then you can file jointly because you know each of you individually have given as much as you possibly can because it makes more sense for you to file together. Why? See, they didn't talk about that in the the article. So I'm like, just don't file together. Yeah. No. There you go. Because you have deductions where it makes sense of doing it together, married together. You have a higher uh, deduction, standard deduction also in comparison to whatever your income is. Mm -hmm. So if you're someone who only makes, uh, let's just say, $5,000 a year Mm -hmm. and you're single, Mm -hmm. then you're going to get taxed at the standard. No, no, I'm not even going to say that because the standard deduction has risen. So let's say it's $15,000 in comparison, $15,000 is the... uh, how much you make in 12000 is the standard deduction. Okay. Now, if you are filing with somebody, now it's 24000 in comparison to your fifteen. So the standard deduction is now larger than what you make. You're going to get more back. More back. Oh. As to depending on doing, you know, trying to itemize just to get as much as you possibly can because you're so close to the standard deduction like you got that 3,000 wiggle room and then you're trying to go above that but you're single so it's kind of hard because you ain't got no kids so if you're Mm -hmm. married then now your standard deduction is larger than what you make you have a greater chance of getting more money so it's not just about the household size because in this one joint filing owners if you're above 600,000 comparison to 2019 then that's where it, they were saying that it makes more sense to have a strategic divorce because you're, you're making so much that you're in the 35 to 37% tax bracket. Mm-hmm. So that way you divide it up and then you're now in a lower tax bracket by yourself. Ah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of like a, um, some people call it like a marriage penalty. I'm going to say exactly what it says in this article. So we have uh, Senator Warren and Bernie Sanders were talking about wealth taxes. And so they were going around the so-called strategic divorce to avoid that levy. So pretty much trying to prevent people from doing that. So they have the so-called marriage penalty. So that is a higher tax liability after a high income couple files jointly uh, kicks in for taxpayers with taxable income in the 37 percentile so that's above 600,000 according to the numbers for 2019 so yeah it is a lot we're trying to get there you know every step we take hopefully we're getting closer and closer to it 
Hopefully. So I thought it was interesting because it's like, if we plan on getting to that level, there's only two ways this could go. Because not everyone, I know a lot, but I don't know everything Okay. when it comes to taxes. So there's a lot of tax professionals that are out there that can help guide you, but they cost. Okay. So we're not millionaires. No. These are people who are thousandaires. They're making above 600000 So millionaires and billionaires and trillionaires, they can afford, you know, tax attorneys they can afford you know tax professionals and advisors to be pretty much on payroll to make sure every move that they make outside of taking care of the household or sometimes inside taking the household is all write-offs and so that's a that's a that's a real science to trying to understand it's really it's actually an art form to understand the tax code so for a lot of people who don't have a discretionary income to just throw away at these people to make sure they're making the right steps I can see why a lot of people will go with the strategic divorce Divorce. and just get a divorce because I can't afford to pay someone to monitor everything that I'm doing my income plus my investments plus my retirement because those are all tax deductions too so it's like it's a big old world out there so I'm understanding a little bit more, and I could see the the, the benefits because yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and it, that's just I the beginning that. of it. That's just Uncle Sam, you know, trying to not pay Uncle Sam as much as you possibly can. So, as I said before, just to go further in depth with it, like people who have a million, if they if they file individually, now they're saving like a thousand bucks on their taxes, and so when you get to that that income level, you're not thinking about, you know, easy day-to-day things that you typically can't control. I mean, it's like, oh, I'll just go buy this, I'll go buy that, because you don't have to worry. So your worry is more on, dang, these taxes, that's a huge tax bill. What can I do to reduce my tax bill? Mm -hmm. And that's where you see a lot of these reality shows or these famous people having, like, 500 people baby showers because it is they're they're more than likely being advised that you need to get rid of some money right because tax time is coming right and a lot of the smarter ones they'll have them take out every quarter money for taxes Mm -hmm. and they'll base it on what they made that quarter to make sure they're you know they're prepared for that for the real payment at the end of the year or they gradually send them in uh early so they can they can send them in early. So when they actually do file, they just take from that pocket that they've already been sending, sending to the IRS, which is another form of uh, sheltering your money that a lot of people use in the event of getting an actual re- real divorce to hide money from the other spouse. Oh, it's kind of messed up. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> like, oh, let me just claim all that money back now. Right. Now that the divorce is over, it could be like 300000 600000 And then the wife or the husband's like, I never knew. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's another way of sheltering your money. But a lot of people are, are focused more on not giving up a lot to the IRS. Right. So that's where you reach that level. You start thinking of those things. And so another thing that people use is um, 
the article was talking about was retirement benefits was one of the things uh, that they start to weigh because when you are married, you're allowed to contribute to your spouse's retirement. Right. But the moment you're divorced, you lose that benefit. Right. And same thing goes with med- medical coverage. Um, so that there's the uh, COBRA and COBRA's pit spit. As far as I know, it's expensive because you want to retain the health coverage that you're already used to. Mm -hmm. So to me, it sounds like that's a choice because you could go with Medicaid or whatever the name of it is. I'm not of age yet, so I'm not there. So Medi-Cal, Medicaid, whatever it is, that is your, you know, your, your medical insurance. Right. So my grandmother uses that. She doesn't pay anything and she's had everything taken care of and she didn't have to spend continue to spend twenty four thousand on average every year for medical medical benefits. But that's because she's of age. Yeah. You know? So what can you do before that? Prior planning prevents poor performance. So us being minority, we have to eat better. Well yes, there are you those... gotta exercise. You gotta do these things. All the things Big Mama did. Right. So there are those Things that you can control, but there are also things that you cannot control. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. Yeah. And heart surgery is not ex- is not cheap. No. That stuff's expensive. Yes. So Big Mama had all that stuff covered. Anesthesia alone. <laughs> so she's, she's had all of those things covered while I'm over here getting hit with medical bills. Well, yeah. And that's so because it's, you're it's, not of age to take... <laughs> Yes. Go the, the government assisted route, you know. Mm-hmm. So those are those are like other things that the article was talking about. You have like business interests. So these are like ramifications and and things that you could lose out because you're doing this. So that's where the whole retirement benefits. That's a huge. Mm-hmm. That's a huge effect right there because now you're the lesser income. You can't contribute as much much in preparation for your retirement so you're going to always end up short where the higher earner was there to help you but now right now they can't divorce and you can't do anything health insurance was another one uh you have business interests so when it comes to divorce settlement who's going to retain control of the business how are you going to split the profits depending on the state it's 50 50 right down the middle so you lose your voting power and now you're arguing with the person mm-hmm. because it could go left so yeah, that's that's just crazy stuff you got to think about yeah your strategic divorce could become a real one <laughs> it could it could become a real one because money you're invite that's the crazy thing about this because money is one of the leading factors in divorce and now you've chosen to make this an issue all to save on taxes so i was just like nah. is it really worth it is it worth it and that's just the worldly yeah. viewpoints because as you said biblically speaking mm-hmm. saving money for taxes is not a reason for divorce Mm-mm. it's nowhere in there Mm-mm. nowhere at all so considering all of that, now you guys know, like, ooh, those could be trouble. But again, your child could have more money for college. Or. You could save money on taxes. Or. So you mean lower assets. Or. Don't have as much. Prior your planning. Ailing, your, your, your ailing spouse 
is in need of additional support to, for like the nursing home or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And being single will help the alien spouse because they went from being attached to a million or 50,000 mm-hmm. or 100,000 to zero because they weren't working. So they qualify for all the government Private help and all of this stuff. Assistance. Yeah. Or what? Prior planning prevents poor performance. That is very, very true. So you can plan. Planned. Mm-hmm. You can plan for retirement and the possibility yeah. of declining health before it actually happens. Yes, you can. And another great tool to use is planning to make sure you have a financial advisor involved to help you mm-hmm. so you are prepared. So over at Wilson Financial, they, they do these all these types of things. They make you pre- you're prepared for your retirement, mm-hmm. make sure you're prepared for your taxes to maximize your refund, minimize your tax liability to the to the best of the to the best of their ability, giving what tools, what what income, and all these deductions that you provide to them, they carry you through the day. They help you through the week, through the month, to make sure you make any types of adjustments. So we have not only myself, but a few other people that are involved to make sure that you're set when it comes to taxes, when mm-hmm. it comes to your budgeting, when it comes to strategizing with your business. Make sure you have a great plan marketing different ideas and how to execute them to ensure that you maximize your audience which opens the door to sponsorships and all types of things so yes. they it's pretty good you know it's a slow growth it's no you know we're we're under here but we trending up so <laughs> there you go yeah we're at the bottom of the bottom but we slowly growing so yeah you just got to keep all of those people in mind you know you got to have your your um financial advisor as well that covers your investments and your retirement and your personal personal financial coach that's Wilson Financial that's there for you you have all these different different people out there that you can use as a resource to make mm-hmm. sure you're prepared for whatever could happen and not open the door to try to have a strategic divorce and then that actually yeah. affects the family because then everybody's wondering why your name last name ain't the same no more like all of this silly silly stuff so yeah you want to make sure you do the right thing follow the five p's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you make a decision to get married you just gonna get married you Mm -hmm. don't need the divorce unless Mm -hmm. there's a reason a biblically sound reason there's a reason for divorce yes i mean getting divorced for for grief is terrible (laughs) That's a capitalistic approach, and we know how many troubles that has caused. What a, what, that's a domino effect for real. Yes. Capitalism led to enslavement of people, taking land from people. This just led to racism, led to killing, led to police brutality, led to families without fathers, and all of these different types of things, all because I need money. I need more land i need more. control more is terrible have yeah. you ever heard less is more yes and with less being more it's a great thing because jet lag is key they make sure your wallet has less in it but depending on what you put in there it's a lot in here because you can put your credit cards your debit cards and we know what those limits be looking like <laughs> 
six cards could be a hundred thousand. Hey. Plus your debit card could be another two hundred. So you just got money, money all in here. Mm -hmm. I'll hold six to seven cards. So this is this is jet lag. This is the wallet. This is the perfect wallet for every man. Comes every in this man. color. Comes in black. I have a black one on the way because it's just it's just that option. Just Sleek gotta design. Have it. Mm -hmm. Easy access. It almost feels like it's solid metal. It's yeah. really sturdy. It feels like it. Yeah. Compact, sleek, slim, slippery. You know, so it gets easy in, easy drop out of the pocket. I mean, if you ever lose this, it's okay. Because there's nothing but cards in here. So, hey, you can't put cash in here. And you wouldn't want to. You can't mm -hmm. cancel cash. You can cancel your card. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're secure. Just with a quick call or use your phone and cancel your card. I mean, there's... There's ways to protect yourself. So make sure you head over to jetlaggo.com. You're going to want to use that promo code. Yes, the promo code is real. It gets you 15% off. Mm -hmm. What's the promo code? The promo code is Floydell. <laughs> Floydell. Underscore 15. That's, I was going to say that. Yeah. Floydell underscore 15. Mm -hmm. it'll naturally. Get, it'll get you 15% <laughs> off. So you want to hurry up and get that order in. Especially for the fathers out there. I know we used to be terrible with the big old brown or black leather wallets. They ain't even leather. They ain't even leather no more. They've been torn up all around the edges and the creases. They ain't got wrinkles. So you want to get something that ain't going to have no wrinkles. Solid. So yeah. There well, you go. That's it. Jet lag. We just wanted to talk about strategic divorce because we're on the topic. And uh, just want to let you guys know that uh, the episodes are coming. They're going to be released one by one, getting different perspectives from the parents that we've spoken with, uh, my parents, her mom, mm -hmm. how it was great, how it was terrible, how it's a work in progress, you know. How? <laughs> just how. Only because we want to be equipped for the worst case scenario. I think we'll prepare for the best case scenario because mm -hmm. the best case is the best case. That means no more worries. Kuna matata. That's what that is. That's the best case. Everything is good. You know, you might have a little tweak of the ankle every now and then as you walk in life together. But yes, good thing I have a nurse here. She can wrap the ankle up. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you guys for joining this little quick strategic divorce topic i thought it was interesting to go ahead and talk about this because mm -hmm. think about it is it really strategic is it sound is it really it does it make sense does, is it really gonna work for you if yeah. it does whatever works for you is whatever works for you yes but it's it ain't not happening over us. here no, <laughs> Not gonna no, work for us. No. The prenup <laughs> might, but not a strategic divorce. Not that either. All right, so thank you guys for joining us. Thanks. We'll see you next week. See ya.